in a world whose hosts cried out for a replacement to Thunderdome. The Top 10 is proud to bring you The Realist. Realist! Realist! Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Top 10 Realist. 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 <laughs> I am John Roca. I am Matt Nose. We didn't introduce ourselves in the last Realist, so I'm doing it this time. I uh, just realized it as you said. <laughs> I am John Rogan. I was like, we didn't never do that on the last one. <laughs> yeah, but the patrons know us by now, for God's sakes. Uh, yeah, but it does go out onto the main feed eventually. Oh, true. That's true. We're, yeah. For God's sake. Well, it goes out on the main feed immediately. Yeah, you're right. You're but right. Uh, yeah, say they know who we are. Yeah, we are. They know it's who we are. It's not a BFD. You know. we, we introduce ourselves at the end, so it's fine. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, this uh, episode, we are... Tackling an interesting topic, which is going to challenge both Matt and I, I think. Uh, but Matt, who are the people that uh, submitted the lists? We have three individuals, the way it works, and our thanks to Chris Alexakos for helping us with yes, all our Patreon you, stuff. We thoroughly appreciate it. Him and Mr. Matt Hasso, Ms. Kristen Smith, Mr. Clay Williams, and Mr. Joe Ibarra. Yeah. Um, our thanks to all, all of you. So the three people that get chosen, uh, first one sets whatever the topic is, the next two submit their lists. And the three people we got, we got Lewis Berrigan. Yeah. Corey O'Connor. I don't know why your parents hate you, Corey. That's, that's George Menchaca. <laughs> Menchaca? Uh, yes, oh. one of the Menchaca, you know, basically the sleeper cell is trying to get its way in. We're yeah. not going to have it, Menchacas. <laughs> you stay in Texas, we'll stay in California. That's right. Uh, Houston or San Antonio, whichever, wherever you live, well, those two places, I think all the Manchaca virus, you know what I mean, oh. is only spread to that so far, That's hilarious. as far the, as we know. The Manchaca virus, I like that. It is. It's a, it's a virus that's spreading. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if I like that. Like we are. They're classy and just completely, you know, unclassy at the same time. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a really unsettling, but true, a fair point. Any, any family that celebrates the offspring as a band and a musical entity and thinks it's good, <laughs> I have a distinct problem with you on a character level. I just do. If another brother stands up for you and be like, it's no, they're good. Yeah. I got problems. I got serious problems. I respect that. Completely. I don't know if I'm coming to a barbecue at your house because I don't like frozen hot dogs don't count, my friend. Oh my God. Wow. You're going knee deep into these. Just guys. offspring, baby. Just laying into them. It has a whole different dimension. Right. Fair. Fair. <laughs> at least for me, it does. I associate it with some weird people. I'm not saying anything. I don't want them to come find me. That's fine. The Menchacas. This sounds terrible. Who killed you? The Menchacas. Um, fuck the What, fucking... the spirit of the West? <laughs> That's what they are. The Menchacas. His name was Menchaca. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it like Scarface. <laughs> Fuck Menchaca. Oh, that's good. That's good. George, he, uh, was it? Oh, shit, I'm not even going to try. You almost there. Yeah, I was, and then I just flamed out because my brain is tired. <laughs> I respect that. Um, so Lewis Berrigan was the first that sent that in. He sent, his topic was top 10 A24 movies. Oh, who are you showing off for, Lewis? I don't know. His message is, I've chosen this subject uh, as they are my favorite distribution company. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And will also be fun to hear John and Matt's thoughts on movies that haven't really come up before. True. Right. True. So thank you for the opportunity. Top 10, Boom IA. Yeah. Top 10, 
Bumaye. Yeah, respect that. Uh, without a doubt. Um, okay, so you're going to take the Menchaca one? I will take Menchaca. I keep my eye on him. Okay, you know fair I mean? enough. Fair enough, and I'll take Corey O'Connor. Once again, so yours is like 14 to 16 font, and mine is 8 to 10. Yeah, All right, sorry, guy. Increase size a couple times. <laughs> Make me feel old as shit. Who started last time? Uh, you did, so okay. I'll start this time. All right, sounds good. All right, so I have Mr. George Menchaca. Um he writes, here's the list. Thank you for your patience. I'm sure that was directed at uh, Mr. Alex Akos. George starts with howdy. I kind of like it. Before, <laughs> or Gratian. Yeah, I kind of like it. You know, howdy. Why not? Balls out. I like it. Before I begin, I just wanted to make a few clarifications. <laughs> oh. I am the middle Menchaca. Oh, no. Ellis is the oldest and Mark is the youngest. All right. You know what, George? I'm a middle child as well. So we're bonding. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember exactly which one of my brothers introduced me to the podcast, but I've been a fan ever since. And even more delighted that the Menchaca brothers have become something of lore within the top 10 community. They are. <laughs> they are. For good and bad. Yeah, exactly. For good and ilk, rather. Um, y'all have been with a y'all. All right. He's really leaning into this. <laughs> y'all have been with me through some of the most significant changes of my life, including finding my now fiance and becoming oh. an instant father of three children. Wow. What does that mean, instant? I'm guessing she had three kids and he is, you know, with fiancé, he's going to have kids. And oh, wow. He's got a whole family unit now. Jesus. Um, Respect. Hell yeah. One of, the, one of the things I preach to my children is the importance of family and especially maintaining the strong bond amongst siblings. And this show is something I use as an example to show them how me and my brothers keep our bond strong. Uh, interesting. Okay. I right. sincerely hope uh, you do make it down to Texas for a show and especially hope it's not during a weekend where I'm coaching. We did, Menchaca. Well, we did not. Oh, you right. Did. I did. We didn't do a show. You're right. Um, I'm not surprised you thought we went on that, considering <laughs> you forgot like that it. I was in London. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that is fair. I know it's fair. Really? You forgot I was there? This podcast was the whole reason to go. Fuck, you were there? Uh, <laughs> to be fair, it was at the beginning of the trip. <laughs> not really. Not really. You were there for like three days. Ten! I'm saying three days before the show. Oh, right. Good point. So it's building up to kind of. You're right. That's yeah, a fair little, it's, it's, there was so much that happened. Anyway, uh, yeah. I want to know what you coach, uh, George. Let us know. Uh, regardless, even it is, uh, I'll still buy a ticket and have my brothers tape a picture of my face to a chair because, gentlemen, top ten for life. Ooh, uh, As for the list, I'd only seen three A24 movies, so I had to speed watch through seven movies to make a list. So Holy crap. That is commitment. Jesus, I'm sorry, George. Yeah, I know. I take back none of anything I said before, George. <laughs> I believe it's Ellis, which is the uh, the Offspring fan, I believe. Oh, Offspring? Yeah, the Offspring. Boof. Um, all right, so he uh, sped through. All right, so as for the list, I had only seen blah, 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 sped through. Um, Jesus Christ, George. You wrote a fucking novel. I know. Let's he get to it. Beg me to see. It was uh, saying he watched. All right. Understand the movies will not be on my list for the reason, including one my brother Mark begged me to see. It was The Witch. But yeah. considering I had to watch most of these movies at midnight in a dark, quiet house, I couldn't uh, build up the courage to watch it just yet. <laughs> Enjoy. All right. At number 10, he's got Lady Bird. Okay. Uh, that is – if it's in the bottom half, uh, is that what we're saying? It's number eight on this list. Does that count? That'll be in the bottom three. All right, so we talk about it. All right, yeah. fine. Go ahead. It's like the way we do our show. <laughs> the way we've been doing it for four years. 
dollars in change. Sorry. Yeah, this guy has um ten nine eight seven six five. So it's throwing oh, me off. yeah, it's throwing me off. I, I apologize. I, I prefer this way, just for those no uh, going forward. Start at number ten and work down to one because right. then we can just scroll down and we don't see what you know potentially is on your list yes. early on if true. we don't have to. True, true, true. Uh, it makes it a little easier to order for the show for yep. us lazy old men. Um, <laughs> So Lady Bird, he wrote, good movie, well acted. I just do not feel like I was the target audience for this movie. Yeah, you're not. You're not, George. No. It's for the ladies. Uh, and uh, actually, but this is actually a universal theme in the movie, you know, leaving a small town to go, yeah. you know. Into Make a, your mark. Exactly. And what that's like, and it's supposedly based on, I think, Greta Gerwig's actual life. And so. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And because uh, I think she's from Sacramento. So. And, um, you know, you, you explore all that through the movie and fantastic performances from Shirley Ronan and uh, Laurie Metcalf. So um, it may, you may not be the target audience, but you can certainly relate to it. And, and any, any dudes listening who maybe were hesitating about seeing this movie, it got nominated for Best Picture. It was good. And it was a good movie. It was good. Yeah. Um, but it didn't have the effect on me that it had on others for the exact same reason that, yeah. that George brought up. It, I wasn't the target. I understand all the punches it's pulling right. or, I mean, uh, landing right now. Mm-hmm. And they're resonant within me, but – they would have a greater effect on the individual that you know yeah. understands that story better. Yeah, fair. Uh, but I liked it. Uh, yeah. At nine, he's got eighth grade. Ooh, I'm gonna say not on this list. Wow, really? So go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I mean, shit. I liked eighth grade a lot. Okay. Um, I actually teach seventh graders. Okay. All right. So coach for something at the school, narrowing it down. Maybe he'll uh, let it slip eventually. So I see students like the main character all the time. This movie did a great job of capturing that experience. Cool. Uh, yeah. Even even if you couldn't understand all the facets of the movie, there were aspects, little scenes within it and be like, that happened to me. Yeah. Not that exact same thing, but something's so very similar that this this is very real yeah. in the moment. Uh, like that pool party thing. Oh, I've been yeah. in a bunch of awkward situations as a kid. Just mm-hmm. like it wasn't a pool party, but it was something very similar, yeah. like a birthday party or whatnot. Where I don't know, I was shy that day. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, let me turn that off. No worries. Um, All of us have those moments. I think growing up, who aren't the cool kids, uh, have those moments growing yeah. up. Yeah, I, I moved a bunch as a kid, so there's always the awkward. I have to get, I have to learn the whole social intricacies of another place all over again. I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah. In certain places, you you know do better than others. Yeah, yeah. But you're happy for the friends that you have, of course. You know that's the um, way to go. And see her like struggling to reach out, and then eventually this other kind of weird kid. Yeah, but that's fine. There's nothing wrong with kids being weird. You're just trying to discover who the hell you are mm-hmm. with raging hormones and no understanding of the world around you, and it's all a big scary place. But you have to act with confidence that you don't have. You know. Yeah. You don't get courage until you go through the terrible thing. That's how you get courage. Exactly. That's a yeah. great point you bring up, man. It is. Uh, it's something – it's a corrupted quote about war. Hmm. Uh, but you don't – you know, bravery comes from the stupid – not the stupidity, but the – you have to go into this impossible situation. Yeah, yeah, And we're yeah. all scared, even if we've done it before. So the – you know, you get lauded afterwards. Right. Uh, if you make it out. Yeah, if you make it out. But it's one of those when you read it and you're like, yeah, that's fucking true. Yeah. That's really true. That crystallizes that, you know, it, it puts all the different uh, aspects of it into such crystal focus. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. But yeah, eighth grade, I, I, I thought it was really good. Cool. Uh, number eight is It Comes at Night. Uh, let's see. No, not on the list. I have not seen it. Yeah, neither have I. Um, who's in it? Um, look that up and I'll, I'll say what he wrote. Yeah, yeah, I'll look it up. 
Um, this movie was marketed wrong because it was not the horror movie people thought they were getting. Yeah. Even still, it was a gripping tale about the end of the world. Yeah, with a name like it comes at night. It really has like – If a, you watch the trailer, it looks like a horror film. Horror or like a Jack the Ripper-esque. Like mm-hmm. it comes at night. You could do something like that or serial killer or – Yeah, Joel Edgerton's in this movie. Uh, Carmen Ajogo, who is in the uh, Fantastic Beasts movie. She runs the uh, the Wizards in America. Uh, Riley Keough is in this movie, who was in Logan Lucky. She was the main girl in Logan Lucky. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, she's Elvis Presley's granddaughter. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it from the people I know. Yeah, I did not see this one. No, I so. did not see this one. Uh, okay. Um, so that was my eight. What do you got? Okay, so I have number 10. Spring Breakers. Ooh, I think that's one sec. Mm, not on this list. Okay, okay. I must have read it on yours because I had to scroll down to get to this one. Oh, good point. Um, all right, yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, fine for what this movie is trying to be. I like heist movies and babes in bikinis, so this movie had it all. Wow, babes in bikinis. We're still saying that in 2019. Corey, I know. Oh, well, here. Hell yeah, we are. USA. (laughs) USA. Well, that makes uh, the problem I'm going to read right now. Corey O'Connor, hello, boys, and uh, and greetings from the great white north. So not American. I'm so stoked to be able to get a shot at this. (laughs) Been listening for a few years now. I really respect your opinions on movies, though I do happen to agree with one of you two more than the other. Oh, it doesn't say. At first glance, I didn't love this topic because I thought the studio was too new, but glancing at their filmography, this shouldn't be too hard. My list will be suspect to a lot of people, I'm sure, since I utterly refuse to put one Oscar-winning movie on in particular because I just did not enjoy the film. I put on movies that I've seen and liked. Otherwise, some others may have appeared on the list. And they started, like I said, with Spring Breakers. There we go. I have not seen it. Don't you think we should just disqualify his list outright because he just doesn't value one of our two opinions? You know oh, what I mean? well. He agrees with one of us more than the other. And that, I think that gets you banned. I, I think that's what it is. I'd have to hear which one he agrees with more before I make that decision. Oh, see, I take the solidarity route. I do it for the honor of both of us, and you are selfish. No, what? Let's get backing up the fact that you forgot that I was in London. <laughs> oh, stop it. It's uh, just saying there's a recurrent theme. <laughs> Your sphere of understanding is myopic at times. True. Well, stop it. I don't even know what that means. Is that a bad thing? (laughs) No, technically. It could be. Just like anything could be a bad thing, (laughs) really, if you think about it. Uh, What's the thing that uh, 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 Muhammad Ali says to Howard Cosell? What is that? If that's good, I'm it. That's what I am. Do you remember that? Sure. He called him truculent. Oh, He goes, you're being truculent. He goes, I don't know what that is, but if it's good, I'm that. All right, so the number nine here, which is – I'd be shocked if you had this on your list. I totally forgot about this movie, Mississippi Grind. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which is with uh, uh, Ooh, Thomas we... Hayden Church. Okay. And I almost oh. watched it one night. Okay. It was on like Amazon. It might still be on Amazon, but it was a year or something ago. It, okay. Oh, shit. Who is the other? It's kind, of a, it's kind of a big name too on the other. He put the, na- he put the names on it. Who is it? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. And Brian Mendelson. I was going to say, I think it's Ryan Reynolds, but I don't know. And Brian Mendelson. It was Mendelson? Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm thinking of a different movie then. Yeah? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh, maybe. Hold on. Let me find it. Okay. Mississippi Grand. 
I swear to God, I've only seen this movie like once. Yeah, Ben Mendelsohn, Ryan Reynolds. I just want to see the poster. Yep, it is Ben Mendelsohn. Yep. Okay. Ooh, Anna Boden and Ryan Fleck, the two directors who did Captain Marvel, did this movie. Okay. Dude, Ben Mendelsohn's so fucking good. He really is. I guess that's why he ended up in uh, Captain Marvel because they worked with him before. Yeah. It makes sense. And right. use him again. Yes, true. Don't want to know spoilers. But, oh, uh, oh uh, yeah. Don't want to reveal anything about a certain movie, but yeah. Um, all right. So number eight is uh, Ex Machina. Wow, that's a punt. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, number s- – oh, sorry. Go ahead. Seven is Locke. Locke. Not on the list. Uh, he wrote Tom Hardy in a car for 90 minutes having the worst night of his life. Yeah. It's great. Uh, it's just a conversation. He's just on the phone for an hour and a half. I have, It's one of the few I haven't seen. I went back really? and watched almost everything oh. that he's put out, like that smaller stuff. Yeah. And another good film, another good film. I really love this one. And that's one of those of, shit, I keep meaning to go back to see that. Yeah. Uh, there's another, oh, uh, Killing Him Softly. I still haven't seen that. Oh, really? Yeah. That is good. I know. But it's yeah. like one of those of, I never remember when I have the free time as opposed mm-hmm. to doing research for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually it's like, that's my movie time now. Uh, there's a few like random, just like, oh, fuck, I've never, still haven't seen that. Yeah. I saw the one where he was a bartender and the mob comes Oh, yeah, free, yeah, yeah, the drop. Money, yeah, the dro- money drop off. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, with Gandolfini. Um, Numi Rapace. Obviously Bronson. Right. Bronson's tough as nails. Yeah. Did you ever, did you ever watch the show, Taboo, the show on Yeah, no, FX? it's great. Yeah, it was great. It's my kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, is it ever coming back? I don't know. Because there's rumors about them wanting to bring him on to a franchise soon. Yeah, Tom but this Hardy. was his, like, yeah. baby. So I assumed he was going to continue on with this. Him and his brother, yeah. Uh, all right, so that was your number my seven. So my six okay. is Free Fire. Mm. Oh, I love that movie, but not on this list. Uh, there is nothing incredibly special about this movie. It is just a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun with great actors having a great time in a 70s movie stuck in a warehouse fighting each other with all kinds of weapons. I do not even remember this. Brie Larson's in this thing. Oh, Army I remember Hammer's this poster. Yeah, yeah, Charlotte Copley's in this thing. This was good? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like as a, you know, Saturday afternoon movie. Yeah. So you, you, if you have an hour and a half to kill, it's a fun time. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. It's like the, you know, if you go into the smoke and aces with that attitude of like, I just want to check out, it's a good movie. Yep. Is is it, you know, uh, Reservoir Dogs meets Pulp Fiction wannabe knockoff? You could say that. Sure. I think they're doing their own thing. You could say that about Guy Ritchie too, technically, if you wanted to, but I still don't consider it the same. Oh, yeah. He was influenced. He took it, did his own thing with it. It's like uh, Go. Go yeah. was its own thing. It was yeah. its own thing. I, it has I that like style. Go. There's nothing wrong because we're all influenced by style. We mm-hmm. like that. Oh, that's really interesting. I've never thought of doing a story kind of that hypercut right. and nonlinear. What could I do with that? Yeah. So, so long as you can do it, there's a comic that I know. It's like, yeah, there might be a million, uh, you know, uh, fucking new Coke jokes or whatever yeah. you want to say, airline food, uh, you know, or airport security or whatever. But somebody out there has the best. Yeah. And you got to keep, you never know. Yeah. You never know. You could actually end up with the one where everybody goes, you know what? If you got to do it, that is by far the best. Yeah. True. It does happen. It's just like I got a better. I have an interesting take on this. Yes, mm-hmm. we've all heard it, but we experience it. That's why it makes good for good joke fodder. Universal. Yeah, might be able to do it. Good yeah. luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Uh, all right. Does he say anything about people? Oh, you already said it, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Just nothing incredibly special. Okay. All right. Number seven, which of course was my mistake here. Unfortunately, uh, late is his Lady Bird. 
So you okay. had 10. So I saw seven. So let me just say what he says and we'll move on. He says, a really well-told coming-of-age film. I connected more with the parents than Lady Bird herself. Good musical okay. selections, but thought it was just a little overhyped. I'm not going to disagree with that. I think it was a little overhyped. It came in. If you saw it without the hype. Yeah, you that helps a movie it. like that. Yeah, yeah. You don't know anything about it, and just like, oh, okay, that was really interesting. If you go into it going, everybody's talking about this going to win. This has a chance to win an Oscar. Yeah, like it's in that top three ish area. Yeah. Really? <laughs> what? All right. So then, my number six or his number six is Swiss Army Man. Not on this list. Okay. Uh, what an interesting yet weird film. Love, yeah. love what Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano gave us. I like the beginning two-thirds of the film more than the end, but think this should be watched more. Thoughts? I liked it. Okay. It's very weird. Yeah. It is very weird. Yeah. And that third act does go to – it manages to go to an even weirder place. Really? Okay. You haven't seen it? No. I've never seen it. Yeah. I sat down to watch it and was like, you know what? I remember watching the trailer. I want to watch this. Yeah. Unlike, you know, with Locke. It, it ended up like a lock and like eventually I'm going to go back to rewatch that one right. night. I was like, I'm in for a weird movie and I watched that. Uh, yeah, it starts in a certain place and you understand mm-hmm. and then uh, it's interesting. Okay. It's interesting and weird. Okay. Uh, it's fun at times. It's, uh, it's, it's impressive what they managed to do given the premise of the movie. Okay. Uh, I look forward to seeing it then. Uh, what's your number five? Five is good time. Uh, that's a punt. Okay. Uh, five is Tusk on this list. Not on this list. Okay. I have a deep affection for Kevin Smith movies. This is not your standard Kevin Smith film. Not too scary and kind of funny at times. Great cast. Hilarious representation of my nation. So he's talking about Canada, I guess. Um, isn't uh, Daniel Radcliffe in this one as well? Yes. He's trying to convert him it's into- Kevin Smith's movie, isn't it? Right. He's yeah. Trying, what's he trying to turn him into a-, a Never saw okay. I just remember- okay. The lead up to it, and it was called Tusk, and then I heard the description of it from something or other. Yeah. And then saw the poster, and I was just like, I don't – and I never heard anybody talk about it. Yeah. So I never went back to – I know what it is. I still remember all the stuff coming out because it was such a weird idea. Yeah. And if you can pull it off, be like, that's that's crazy interesting. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Good uh, for and you. I, yeah, well, I just like – I would enjoy it for that. It's a piece of art. Right. Almost. It's such a singularly unique idea. Um, yeah. And yeah, it just – once nobody was talking about it, <laughs> you didn't I never see saw it. it. All right. Uh, what's your number five, right? Uh, my number five, uh, we did. Okay. My number four is uh, First Performed. Nope, not on this list. Okay, he wrote, Ethan Hawke gives one of the best performances of his career as a minister has lost his faith and navigates the circumstances that give him a new mission in life. Wow. Did you see it? No, I did not because he made those comments about Logan. So I was like, fuck him. I'm not going to watch his movie. What did he say? He said like, oh, you know, movie theaters can't be full of just people wearing spandex. There's got to be more here. I'm paraphrasing what he said. But essentially it was kind of bashing the superhero genre. Did he walk that shit back eventually? Yes. But by the time he ha- he did, the movie had come and gone. And I was like, eh, I'm not going to watch it. I don't care. Maybe someday I'll watch it when I'm over it. But It's good. Yeah? It's legitimately good. Okay. The Is ending- he legitimately good? Yeah. Okay. It's basically just a story about him. Oh, all right. Is he the main person the whole time? By and large. Wow. Yeah, it's just right. camera follows him and it's his life. Okay. Okay. Uh, he has interactions with other individuals, but he's lost his faith in grappling with that. The ending is one of those – it was – once again, another thing to say about this, this production mm-hmm. company. It was an interesting choice. Yeah. Some people really loved it. It left me pondering. Okay. 
uh, at the end. Okay. Um, That's not a bad thing. No, it's not. I enjoyed it for that. I'm just yeah. like, okay, trying to extrapolate the meaning of this to me. Right. And other people instantly engaged with it. And just like to me, it was more of a, a discussion as to how I felt. Mm. Okay. Um, but it was – I mean it's it's going and it's moving right along and you're like, wow, all right. Mm. Uh, it's – I'm trying to be vague but it engages okay. you somehow. Now it you've is piqued good. my interest. You've piqued my it interest. It is good. Now. All right. Yeah, there's a couple on here. The one where you have to punt for. Okay. Like you just told me to punt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard from numerous people. Dude, you got to see that. Yeah. Uh, all, all right. right. You got? Number four is The Rover. Not on my list. Wow. Don't even know it. What is the, the rover? This is a Robert Pattinson's Australian film. Oh, okay. With uh, Guy Pierce, I think. Really interesting movie and performances. First time I saw Pattinson in something other than Twilight, and he proved he's got chops in this and another movie to come. Pierce was great, too. Yeah. So there you go. I haven't seen it either. Supposedly fantastic. Um, uh, so, yeah, there you go. I don't know what to say. It's supposed to be a fucking hard edge Australian film. So. Okay. Yeah. I like I you know. Yeah. When they go that hard? Yeah. Cuz you obviously have the Mad Maxes but like Animal Kingdom. Oh, Animal Kingdom. Really good. Yeah. And then you have their their versions of westerns mm-hmm. of happening like in this outlawish kind of, you know, dealing with the outback type of stuff like Ned yeah. Kelly. There's been numerous Ned oh, yeah, Kelly yeah. type of movies. Yeah. Yeah, just outlaw in a country full of outlaws. Right. Um Ten years after a global economic collapse, a hardened loner pursues the man who stole his only possession, his car. Along the way, he captures one of the thieves' brothers, and the duo form an uneasy bond during the dangerous journey. Well, there you go. That's – you know, you, yeah. got me, you got me on that. All yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You can do a lot with that. It yeah. is. Once again, interesting. Yep. A24, you know, I, I got to pay more attention. I oh, apologize yeah. to the listeners on this one. <laughs> That's all right. Well, because we've talked in the past and be like, every once again, there's a movie that we may not know. And then this week, it's just like, yeah, never even heard of that one. What is this one? That's why this episode's going to be a little bit longer than you than the other ones. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's number four. What's your number three? Three is the disaster artist. That's just number three. Cool. Oh, good timing. At least one that fits. Yeah. <laughs> I think because I knew some of the facts about the true story of this movie, it made it more enjoyable. A funny, captivating look at one of the worst movies ever made. Side note, I have yet to see The Room. You can enjoy this without having seen The Room. Without a doubt. Yeah. E- even if you've seen shades of it or some of the scenes, that's enough for you to enjoy the movie. Well, to see the <clears throat> the lunacy of... How it got made, yeah, and just take after take after take for the most mundane of lines. Yeah, I can't even imagine what that was like on set that day. Mm-hmm. This is the guy footing the bill, and he's paying for all these extravagant expenses and tons of equipment. Yeah, and where's the money coming from? Who cares? Let's just keep going. Yeah, it's, we're getting paid. Yeah, uh, oh. and it. I mean, over and over and over again. It, Amazingly, it's had a life. Yeah. That is absolutely incredible. This movie is yeah. not good by any estimation. And he's tried to capture lightning in a bottle again and he can't. Thankfully, he embraced the comedy. It's a comedy aspect. Yeah, yeah, true. Very true. Uh, I'm sure it hurt his feelings. Uh, yeah, and you see that in the movie. You do. But then, you know, he comes around and sees it could be a way of making good money and still getting seen by so many other people. So And having a life and, and creating a name for myself, the entire reason that I did this. Exactly. I came to Hollywood. I made a dream come true. Right. Unlike the vast majority that come. True. True. Uh, yeah, just it's such a weird, interesting story. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Good performance. Agreed. Um, Corey O'Connor says, uh, great ensemble cast. Loved what the Francos were both doing in the film. Funny take on a making of a bad movie. 
All right. What's your number two? Two is The Florida Project. Ooh, I have not seen that, and that is not on this list. All right. He writes, I absolutely love this movie. Mm. Then the ending killed all of its goodwill. However, still an incredible story about poverty through a child's eyes. Willem Dafoe gives a career best performance that is subtle yet still powerful. Um, I thought it was good. Okay. And I understood why it was, you know, up for awards mm-hmm. and people were nominated. I didn't think any of them had any shot whatsoever. Right. Um, it's one of those of I've seen it. I don't think I'll ever go back and rewatch it. Okay. Okay. It's not like it's disturbing or something. It's like I get the story you're telling and it is resonant and it is real. Right. And there's going to be another one in a couple of years that is telling the same story from a different perspective. Right. right. Just about poverty in America, which translates to poverty around the world. Yeah. And uh, it's a, you know. It's good. Okay. I'll catch it up sometime. Yeah. It's a ward season movie. Right. You know what I mean? Purposefully so. Yeah. Uh, his number two is Room. No, not The Room, just Room. Uh, not on my list. Okay. Uh, is uh, <laughs> Oh, because he says, no, not The Room, just Room is how I had to introduce this movie for a while. Larson deserves her Oscar. Tremblay should have gotten one too. Really well done and powerfully emotional piece. It's so good. Yeah, it is good. It is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I saw it long after it had been out because oh. I missed the Schmodown question. Oh, after right. It had been out for like a year or yeah. something yeah, or yeah, a year yeah. and a half. And from the crowd, you haven't seen Room? <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't get this chance to see everything within a year. You know, the shit happens. You, you know, stuff falls through the cracks. It's true. But the indignity from like seven people. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we all miss movies. It's not like this is fucking Jaws. Exactly. You know, this is a movie I didn't. And then finally I saw it and I was like, that was so good. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the kid longing to go back because that was normal yeah. on some level. And she can't explain to him why this is such a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. That's when it broke my heart of I understand him longing for normalcy because the whole world, his whole world is flipped upside down. Yeah, yeah. Everything he was told was a lie. Right. And well, now how do you function? Yeah. How, how do you interact with? You say that's my grandma. Is right. it my grandma? Right. I wasn't allowed to go outside. I wasn't allowed to do shit. That's why we had to stay in this room. And now yeah. nothing, none of this makes sense. Yeah. I can't fucking fathom what that's like for a little kid. And then her like convincing him to have to leave or get him to stay quiet and mm-hmm. go in your little cubby hole or do, oh, my God, the yeah. trauma. And then afterwards, just so fucking good. The tension of it all was incredible. It yeah. is. Agreed. Uh, all right. Uh, I do the number one, right, for this one? Uh, no, I, I do. Okay, sorry. Uh, Ex Machina. Okay, so that's your punt from earlier. Yeah. Gotcha, Which gotcha. was his what? It was really low, wasn't it? Eight. Eight. Uh, a quintessential science fiction thriller. Uh, Move does an excellent job of building tension as it shows the cat and mouse game each of the three leads are playing, and you truly don't know which one is going uh, to win out until the movie final ends. Final ends. Uh, it is not a movie I revisit often, but it stayed with me since I watched it. Mm, that's cool. Probably true for me as well. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably never buy it, but whenever I catch it, I'll enjoy it. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, he, he he says, this is really well done. Sci-fi, Isaac, Gleason, and Vikander all hit it out of the park. Very interesting plot and just very well filmed. So I don't know why it's number eight, all those compliments. I know. Uh, I would have it higher. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, science fiction has that ability to ask philosophical questions of us as individuals and within society, like someone with his kind of power. You yeah. create these entities and what do you do with it? 
and he has so much money. He's living this weird hedonistic lifestyle yeah. with these sex bots that he's created. Yeah. Human and non-human. But the, the strange thing is in no way does that seem too abstract an idea. Right. It seems like, yeah, you, uh, I could see that. When you have all the money in the world, you have nothing else to do. What, mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll, I'll do this for a while. Well, you lose your humanity and in losing your humanity, it makes sense for you to create human-like sure. creatures that, don't, that aren't necessarily human. Yeah, cutting so, yourself off from the world. Exactly. So you've created this ability to exist within this world that you can control. But once one achieves AI, that's it. You yeah. know, and, and she does. And the way she plays the whole situation is she gets smarter and smarter and smarter. And then when Gleason gets left there, I'm just like, damn, 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 damn. That's what happens sometimes. If you ain't smart enough to handle the world, the world will trap you in a box. Um, well, that sums up a lot of what I assume are your core beliefs. Yes. <laughs> My well, myopic just, core beliefs. Uh, <laughs> well, I just say because like – Cars, the man coming in and suppressing, that is putting you in a box. Yes. Like someone inflicting their will upon you. Yeah. Ironic that you then joined the military. But like you said in the past, you wanted some structure. Yeah, I needed some structure yeah. from which to rebel. From Exactly. <laughs> I just knew that I liked rebelling. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. His number one is Good Time, which is the punt from earlier, right? From you? Yep. Yeah, which is your number five. <laughs> this movie reminds me of Running Scared, the Paul Walker one, where it starts off okay, but then as the night progresses, it just becomes worse and worse. Pattinson, again, proving he's a dynamic actor. Can't wait to see him as Bruce Wayne. Also, an interesting visual style. Uh, okay. Thanks again for letting me participate, for providing hours of content. This was very fun. Keep up the great work. Boom. Yeah, uh, I, well, he writes, uh-huh. an extremely dirty, grimy, yet captivating movie about a bank robbery gone wrong. Great work by Robert Pattinson as he struggles against impending fate to make things right. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen it, and this is the one where just people are like, you got to see this. Yeah, you do. This is really good. It's fantastic. So let's just leave it at that, and okay. I will, if I can find, there's already that. I want to watch that. I want to watch Free Fire, and I need to watch Lock. Yeah. Those are the only three. It comes at night. May or may not. Who knows? Right. Maybe we'll get to that. A24 is an exciting studio, man, Ex- or exciting production company. A uh, th- lot of unusual choices, like you said. Like, um, uh, what's the one about the lo- the lobster? That's A24. Okay. Yeah. They, it's very unusual films, but for some reason, Hereditary is A24. For some reason, they're finding audiences enough to keep doing the, what they're doing. And it's surprising. Well, because they're making these unique mm-hmm. individualistic films. Mm-hmm. Although people – unfortunately, you don't have the immediate branding of like a Leica because that's a stop motion and it's so distinct. Yeah. Good point. But people know that. It's like, oh, that will be in this style. Yeah. If they knew A24 better because I don't. Yeah, yeah. By that, I, I ask you. It's like, what? Hold on, why am I blanking on A twenty four? Oh, it's a production company. Okay, but I didn't know they had this varied a roster of, you know, or catalog, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty impressive. I agree. This is actually a fun list to count down from both of these people. So. Yeah, we might have to do this one one day eventually for us, our own self. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, we putting this together. That we are. What do you got? What do you got? Well, my one is uh, Ex Machina. Okay. And that was number eight. Yeah. My one is Good Time. Oh, wait, Good Time? Is my five. So that should be number one then, right? Good Time. Well, we can also – we can decide where we have to use their movies. We just have to use their movies. We make it – we don't add or subtract it. Although we don't – You, you know, want to talk about myopic. Here's the guy I wanted to put – Myopic. His, myopic, whatever. Here's the guy I wanted to put the person whose list he counted down, their number one as the number one, even though it doesn't fit in the parameters of how we count down our number one lists. On our – on but, the top ten. But I'll accept it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll accept it because I think Ex Machina does Exactly. Why are you fighting me on this? Just for fun. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, I got no problem with Good Time next. Okay. Now, he's got room at two. What do you have at two or three? Or what does he have at He doesn't have room. Florida Project, you don't have Disaster Artists. We both have at three. Yeah. So I'll oh, take okay. Disaster Artists Yeah, yeah, next. that makes sense. Um, all right. There's also Lady Bird, but that's farther down the list. That's ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven, um, seven on this list. Uh, I'm cool to do Room here since you okay. liked it so much. Sure. Right. All right. Um, he's got Florida Project at two. What's your next highest? Uh, Rover at four. So that's fine. Florida Project at two. Well, I mean, of those two, I would personally say First Reformed is better. But if you want to honor the ranking on this one, that's my number four to your four. Oh, oh. So you want to put First Reformed first and then? Well, a discussion after that. If you want to put Rover after that, so be it. Oh, I have no, I have no dog in this one. Okay. So whatever. Personally, of those two, I think First Reformed was the more interesting. Okay. But isn't – okay. What? What's your number two? Florida Project. The Florida Project. Isn't that, is that not on there? No. I'm saying I'm off of Oh, you're what's jumping over the two. Yeah. Oh, okay. To put First Reformed ahead of Florida That's what Project. I'm saying. I personally, I think it's – All right. Fine. We're going to include their movies. This It's fine with me. Uh, so now it's his two versus your four, but I just did that leap, leap, so we'll just call them equal. Okay. I haven't seen Rover. I've okay. seen Florida Project. Okay. Have you seen either of the two? I have not seen either of the two. All right. Let's do Florida Project there because mm-hmm. we can – one of us can at least tell you what the hell's going on with it. Sounds good. And then Rover. Mm-hmm. Where are we at now? Uh, uh, my six is Free Fire. Okay. I have Tusk at five. Okay. You want to do Tusk now? Yeah. And then Swiss Army Man at six. So whatever you want to do there. Yeah, my next is Locke, so Swiss Army wins. Okay. All right, there we go. We're done. Do we put Lady Bird in? That's our. Uh, we should... Oh, we have that in common, so that yeah. would trump, I guess, 10 Swiss Army Man. I guess so. Okay, let's do this then. All right. Okay, the top 10 A24 movies, yeah. At number 10. Lady Bird. At number 9. Free Fire. At number 8. Tusk. At number 7. Rover. At number 6. The Florida Project. At number 5. First Reformed. At number 4. Room. At number 3. The Disaster Artist. At number 2. Good Time. And our number one top 10 A24 movie is... Ex Machina. Yeah, let's do that dance with Oscar Isaac. Let's do it. Um, all right, there's the uh, relist uh, for this week. Thanks to Lewis Berrigan, uh, Corey O'Connor, and George Manchaka. Yes, all three of you, thank you so much for being patrons and supporting us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And you can join in on this. You get access to old episodes. We've got... Uh, Topic Thunder for Patreon only. We do reviews, and those come out earlier on Patreon. We get mm-hmm. shout-outs uh, you know, once a month on the show. Some people get to choose a topic. We got all kinds of things for Hey-o. you. Come on over. You know, we got our own uh, fucking boardwalk over here. <laughs> we just got games galore. We want to do the horse race thing? Uh, let's roll some balls and race some horses. I like it. Uh, the Midway. That's what I was looking for. Oh, the Midway. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> the Midway. Remember the Midway. Uh, and the Alamo, guys. Never forget. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you so much to all of the patrons that support us over there and to everybody that uh, interacts with us over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the top 10 show with the number 10. Yes. You can hit me up online at Matt Nost, M-A-T-T-K-N-O-S-T. Uh, you can follow me at the top 10. And uh, I'm sorry, follow me at the Roca says and follow us at top 10 show on Twitter as well. Uh, and if you want to participate, did you already give them the address yeah. for the Patreon? Great. Good to go. All right. Thanks so much for watching this week on, or listening to us this week on The Relist. 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 <laughs>